0: Emma Clouse, not an actor as far as I know, she's a real person and the Vice President of Communications and Outreach for the Great Rivers Greenway, not the least of which is the Brickline Greenway, and we visited a while ago and blown away about the things that are happening, not people sitting around talking about things that happen to them, but actually making things happen. Hi, Emma. Hi, how are you all?
1: We're great, and I'm noticing more and more of uh, your signs all around St. Louis. And I'm loving the fact that you can see that happening. And like John said, things are actually going on, and people are building greenways where people can connect uh, from one county to another and run and ride a bike and push a stroller or roll a wheelchair and get outside.
2: Absolutely. And actually, that was a very good segue, even though I, you're right, I'm not an actor, but it was a good segue because part of what I wanted to chat about today was about the, how we do talk about people's stories and the stories of the places that we're going through while also actively working on these projects and getting stuff done so we can connect everybody together.
0: I've been in, I did, wasn't born and really raised here. I came here as a teenager in 76, um, so there's a lot of early history of St. Louis that I'm unfamiliar with because it had come and gone before I got here. And in some cases before I even existed, I just learned not long ago about one of the largest public swimming pools like in the world was there. I believe on, on North uh, grand and fairgrounds park Uh long, long time ago. And it was like, wow, this is really fascinating. How did we not know? Uh, And another thing that popped up, and this is what leads me into something that you guys are working on, is there was a neighborhood called Mill Creek back in the 50s, up until the 50s and 60s, was a very uh, prominent neighborhood that because of eminent domain or whatever it was called then, just disappeared.
2: That's exactly right. Yeah, uh, you know, some people know about it very well, but many people don't know about it at all. It was called Mill Creek Valley neighborhood, and this was sort of right in the middle of the city, and uh, was a once thriving black neighborhood, and was completely all of the people were displaced, about twenty thousand people, and then the neighborhood was completely demolished and raised to build, you know, highways and railroads and things like that. So that's a, a great example of a story of the place where the Brookline Greenway will go through. And so we've been you know, talking to community members and local historians and experts and folks who did live there. This, that really wasn't that long ago um, to think about how we can interpret that story. And one of the ways we can do that um, is through public art. So we think of interpretation as lots of different options. It could be signage, it could be tours or an event. Um, and then one of those tools is public art. And so we've been working with local artist Damon Davis, who also has national fame, um, to create an, an amazing installation to really remember and honor those families that lived in that
0: neighborhood. And so much of that I want to I learn about, and one of the big surprising things, and pleasantly surprising, I, I should add, about that, is that you had a prominent black neighborhood in the 50s when racism was so incredibly prevalent. I mean, that in and of itself... It's kind of mind-boggling.
2: Well, and a lot of the um, people of color were concentrated in specific areas because of the restrictive covenants and redlining that, you know, were happening all over the region. So you often had these pockets of of people living together and creating these communities because they weren't allowed anywhere else, weren't allowed to buy a home anywhere else, um, often restricted to certain areas.
0: The adjective... The adjective uh, associated with it, though, was that it was a, a prominent neighborhood, which led me to believe that it was, you know, had like homes that you'll go down North Grand and you go to other areas that are no that are more blighted now, but you see this incredible architecture, and you knew that at one time this was like one of the the most sought after properties. In the area, was this one of those?
2: It, there were, there are so many stories. We are just learning the tip of the iceberg of of what all was there. There is a, a rich history of music and small businesses, and you know, a lot of <clears throat> you know, jazz and blues uh, legends came from this area. There's these are that's part of what we're trying to gather right now. We want to hear from people. We've been talking to, for instance, local author Ian Gibson, who who just finished a book, The, the Last Children of Mill Creek." Um, talking to Gwen Moore at the Missouri History Museum, you know, learning from the experts about all these stories and and how could our project help to unearth some of these histories, to celebrate some of these stories and spark conversations so that people also know about, you know, the the good, bad and some of the tragedies that that happened here and how we can have projects that, that do things differently going forward.
1: And I think it will help people moving forward to learn from the past. If we don't know what took place in the past, we can't learn how to be better in the future. And so I think that this is a one way to do that and to kind of bring these stories to the forefront for our community.
2: That's absolutely how we see it. We feel like people need to understand the impacts that those decisions can make and- Hopefully we're doing everything we can to make sure that this project is accountable and transparent. You know, we have all the information out on the website and we're constantly seeking feedback and input so that people can be informing these projects so that we are making sure it's a benefit to everyone and, and that we don't have some of those negative consequences.
1: If, if we have listeners that do know some of this information um, that have lived in St. Louis for a lifetime, could they contact you in some way and add to this
2: uh, conversation? Please do. If you want to, as a as a shorthand, you can visit bricklinegreenway.org. And there is a section on there called Brickline Voices, and you can tell us your story there online or you can call us or we're happy to come do a, you know, a porch distanced interview or a, a Zoom call or a phone call, anything like that. But, yeah, we would love to hear from people so we can make sure that we're as accurate as possible in our interpretive and storytelling.
0: You know, well aware of the fact of, of, of how shallow I am. So I, it always comes down to the money. Now, to do the, to do the artwork, to do some type of uh, memorial or museum or library and building the Greenway in general, it's going to take uh, greenbacks. So what's going on on that front? Um, government being helpful? Are you looking for private donations? Are you having fundraising events? What, what are you doing that way?
2: Yes, yeah, it's a great question. We're making that plan right now. So we are a local public agency. We've got those local sales tax dollars that people voted to create the Greenway Network back in the year 2000. And then we're supplementing that with let's apply for federal transportation grants. Let's look into a fundraising campaign for private donations. Um, you know, still working through the exact details of that, but that's absolutely going to be a, you know, many hands make light work. Let's, let's figure out all the different possibilities for how to fund this project because it's not only just the greenway path itself but the amenities along the way like you said some of these public art installations there's there's more to it than just you know a bit of concrete or asphalt
0: and i know our relationship a long-term relationship has been struck um between the greenway and ktrs so it's going to be fun to not only Uh, get updates and information from you, Emma, but hopefully doing our small part to help you grow and help this continue with all of this stuff that you have planned. This is super exciting, and we appreciate you taking the time to bring us up to speed.
2: Thank you so much. Likewise. All right, Emma, thank you.